All right. Welcome back, everybody. This is the last episode of Man Cave Monday. We wrapping up the year 2023. It's over by the time you saw this or or damn near. And so this is our goodbye for the year. And hopefully we have some fun. And so who I got with me today, I got Ness with me. I got Dre with me. I got Dex with me. And hopefully in a few minutes, days will be popping in here. Let's see what happens. And I am JD, a.k.a. He Who Pods. All right? And uh, we're going to waste absolutely no time today. Let's get straight into the shenanigans. Ladies and gentlemen, GQ Magazine has announced their Men of the Year. Let's get straight to it. You know what I mean? Let's not play around. And uh, the person I see getting the most press about being GQ Man of the Year is, you guessed it, your favorite man, Kim Kardashian. Wow. I think this is interesting. And so, there are wow. a lot of covers slowly coming out. But Kim K's cover is out. And there are some other ones that have begun coming out as well. But I don't really even care about that part. Let's start at the beginning. Uh, Kim K is on the GQ Men of the Year list. React, fellas. Let's talk about it. What are y'all thoughts? I got thoughts, but let's see what y'all think. You know what I'm saying? Anybody can care? Want me to spark it? They are scared. I'll spark it. I ain't scared. Listen, I don't know why Kim Kardashian is on this list. Now, the article states that Kim Kardashian is on this list because her Skims company is launched, has launched a segment for men. Yay! Strong J. <laughs> and now, I'm going to be very honest. I don't give a flying fart. And I'm only saying those words because we only five minutes in. I don't care that there's a men's line. And listen, I'll be honest. Kudos for that because there are some companies that will not do that. However, in my opinion, that does not mean you should be on the list of men of the year. Because yeah, as well. far as we know, Kim Kardashian is not a man. Yeah. I thought this was yeah. a list for men. And yeah. so, wait a minute. It's not a list for men? So why is it called the GQ Men of the Year list? Why isn't it called the GQ People of the Year list? This is some grade A bullshit, in my opinion. Men got to be on the men list. And on this men podcast, I had to come up here and talk about this with some average Joes slash men. Men who probably will never see Kim Kardashian in person. Men who will never get the vote about the GQ man of the year. Just some, just some Joe Schmoes, if you will. That's who we are. We ain't nobody special up here. And so I thought we got to talk about this. So that's my opinion. I think it's bullshit. I don't think there should be a woman on the men's list because we're not even talking about like a non-binary person, a person who has transitioned and identifies differently. No, 
we talking about someone who waves the woman flag, is a leader in women's spaces, and makes it very clear, I am woman, hear me roar. Then get the f*** off the men's list. That's how I feel. I'll probably bleep that F-bomb out. But if not, mm-hmm. oh well, it's the end of the year. Happy New Year, bitches. Yeah. And by bitches, yeah. I mean people. Because I know ladies probably already mad at me three minutes in. Clearly, I'm throwing around wrong times because it's not three minutes or five minutes in when I've said it. Now, those are my thoughts. <laughs> Feel free to jump in, fellas. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. I mean, obviously, she shouldn't be on the man of the year list on GQ. We all know that. Uh, but I, I'm not going to front on her pulling off this crazy basketball deal. You know, <laughs> this okay. is. That's the that I'm gonna give her. This is this is sure. this is real hustler stuff that we we're seeing happen here from her. I, so I can't knock that. Um, I don't know. G, GQ jumped out the window. You know, <laughs> they, they got a little too hype about it. You have to put that. You know, but but um, the, absolutely, I gotta give her props for the NBA deal because Skims to me was just you know like Spanx or something like that. I guess right. She found a way to not only. Um, not only uh, get uh, make a menswear, but get the NBA to to have it as their official kind of like underwear or something like and, that. And that's a beautiful oh. thing. Yeah, and that's yeah, that. I, 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 think, I give a bad props for anyone questions her hustle, her business acumen. I don't think anybody mm-hmm. questions that. But does that does that meet the requirements? Of her being on a men's year, men of the year list. G- GQ jumped out the window, and also because she looked hot. That's why they went on the cover. Simple as that. <laughs> they jumped out the window, and because she looked hot with the Cheetos licking her fingers, the whole thing. Come on, man. We know what they're doing. What they trying to do here. You know what I mean? Well, you're not a man, but, you know, let's dress you up and have you, like, in a man's outfit and, you know, whatever. Yeah. 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 It's, it's cornball. Right, exactly, exactly, man. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. It's, it, it really yeah, total deserve, they don't even deserve that much conversation because, one, as Jay said, well, what do you identify as? Right, you identify as a woman. She's a very feminine woman. In fact, when we talk about femininity and in the look, women aspire—a lot of women, that is—aspire to try to look like her. You know what I'm saying? She has taken various surgeries to look the way she looks, which is very feminine. So, you know, when we look at, okay, well, GQ man of the year, you know, um, Tom Cruise, the, you know, the Thor dude, like Matt, you know, cats, you know, um, Jason Momoa, these kind of, you know, cats who like, okay, this is, you know, I can understand that. Now, all of a sudden you're making a woman man of the year it, it definitely is like, you know, like Dex is saying, it's like, this is obviously a publicity stunt. This is what Kim Kardashian is really, really good at. She's really good at shock things. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, and I dig what you're saying, Dex. I agree. Like, okay, I, I can understand that maybe we could give you business person of the year. You know, if you want to, you know, if this was wall street journal and they had that, no doubt. But my thing is, we're giving you, you know, you, you, you made these products, this shapewear, as it's called, for men, 
And other than the NBA contract, men aren't even really buying it yet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's why like, you're wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It hasn't even been out that long, bro. That's to say, that okay, let's see true. what it gives. When you talk about products, usually you give it a year, at least a season. You know what I'm saying? So you look at somebody like um, Rihanna and Fenty, it's like, yo, celebrate her. Why? She proved something, right? Like, I'm going to take market share away from Victoria's Secret, and I'm going to celebrate all types of women's bodies, and I'm going to come out with mad different things. for the. And you've proven it time and time, year after year. It's like, give her an award. You proved something. Right now, I'm like, you really haven't proven anything in terms of longevity in this market for menswear. And, and NBA deal that, is, it's a, on top of that, Rihanna, yeah, yeah. Rihanna has an established men's line too. Which is dope. <laughs> I have a couple of uh, uh, joints, you know what I mean? I got me a nice little robe, you know what I mean? Which is like, so <laughs> I'm going to tell you anecdotally, like, yo, it feels great. I don't know about this person's joint, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to keep it 100. Shit. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Like, I, I should have put it on right now. No, no, you. we good. <laughs> we good. We good. But back to what I'm saying, it's like, right get back to what I'm saying, like, this is what she's good at, you know what I'm saying? How did she get her claim to fame? She got her claim to fame from a, you know, Ray J sex tape. This is, it's not, she don't, you know what I mean? It's not like she's a singer or an actor or anything like Fine. This is what she does. She's really, really good at shock type things. And for her to get man of the year, it's just the publicity stuff. I'm not impressed. You know what I'm saying? If, if this was a person who was like, like, like Jay said, maybe she identified as a man or maybe she had a masculine kind of look and she celebrated masculinity in terms of like, you know, we got we got female bodybuilders out there right now who are looking incredibly masculine, but still identify as a woman, I can even understand that. Like, yo, you look real masculine, you like looking masculine, but I wanna I wanna still consider myself a woman. I can understand a person like that. Here we are, somebody who doesn't identify as a man at all in any way, unless you're saying, well, being a man means being good at business. But that can't be it because there's mad women way before Kim Kardashian who's been super great in business. Right. Go ahead, Ness. Uh, no, just, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I really don't have anything to add to it. Um, I mean, it's like he just said, it seems like a publicity stunt. It seems just like a, a trumped up ad. Like it's, it's just, it's just ad space. It's, it's, it's her using this to, to, to push that line. And, and, that's it, it doesn't make sense beyond that, especially after reading the article. It was like, oh, that's why she did it, I guess. I mean, like, like that's why she's man of the year. Okay, I sure, but like, it still doesn't, it still doesn't make sense for all the reasons that Dre just went down. Like, like, there are other people that have done it, there are other women that have done this already, and and it's just like, and established like like we said with rihanna with the fenty line she has an established male line like it's and, and it's successful and yeah and so with kim just just stepping in just recently with this and it's like it's, it's a popularity contest yeah there, you know what i mean yeah i mean you 
I, I, I mean, she was able to hustle the NBA and WNBA into becoming the official underwear for both of them. She got, she got a, she got Neymar, one of the biggest soccer players in the world, modeling skims. Yeah, you know what I mean, if she was anybody else, any, any there, there was no way you're gonna get him to model your drawers. You know what I mean? Right. Let me let me interject yeah. for just a second. First, Days, welcome to the episode. How you doing, brother? Days. What's going on, gentlemen? I'm pretty moderate. All right. Uh, and Days, before you chime in, let me just say this. I am not blaming Kim K for clarity. My beef is with GQ because she could want to be on whatever list she wants. But this is GQ's list. If we put together a Man Cave Monday, blah, 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 the people on blah, blah, blah are up to us to decide. And so my, I just wanted to be clear. Yes, I have beef for her being on the list, but my beef is not with Kim K. My beef yeah, is no, with No, props to her for what she did. Right. She's, she's and I was going to get to that in a second. My problem is GQ doing the bullshit move of putting her on this list. And yes, the Skims brand is new on the men's side, but it's already doing very well. And it's not just uh, shapewear, it is underwear and clothing as well. Go ahead, Dace. Um, Well, I read the article as well. And um, I think it's interesting, like, how they're trying to use, like, art to approach marketing and corporation. Because, um, okay. Yeah, that's kind of what I got from it. It's like right now if I'm outside and one of my homegirls do something and I'm like, yo, you the man, son. Whoa. Like, I felt like they took that expression and ran with it. Like, literally, they they, they quoted it inside the article saying, like, she's the man. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I kind of feel like it's one of them situations where, um, you know how somebody does something. And it may be problematic at the time, but they might try to find a way to justify it. Like, yo, my bad, I spazzed on you, bro. I was just really hungry. <laughs> you, yeah. you you feel what I'm saying? Um, I think if they do face any backlash, they could say what I said. Like, hey, we were being expressionary. We were saying she's the man. We're speaking metaphorically. We don't mean it in a literal sense, you know. But I think like um, Ness and... Um, Dre had mentioned, I think it becomes an issue when you start to fit them in a list of these individuals. When you put her alongside yep. these individuals, that takes away from the artistic expression that she was trying to convey. Because now it kind of right. makes it look literal. You understand what I'm saying? Even to the extent of... And, and I and yeah, I don't know if you guys... You guys left some stuff out. Like, there's more stuff to it. Like, you know, her dressing up like her pops and and all of that. Like, they really dove into some real deep stuff to really push this marketing campaign. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I think that the subject matter that we're touching on was just something that they wanted to grasp people's attention before people started to um, indulge in debt. Because once I read the article, I was like, oh, okay. I see what y'all did. I took a punchline and ran with it. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Like, oh, y'all don't mean like literally she's like man of the year. Like, y'all don't mean that in the literal sense. Y'all just took her flirting with the ideas of masculinity at times, you know, trying on her father's suits and imitating him like he was in the courtroom. You get what I'm saying? Y'all took all of that stuff and y'all said, well, um, 
maybe we could consider this for a marketing campaign, being that she did flirt with these masculine, you know, characteristic and traits, you know, giving that her dad was in the vicinity. That's what I got from it. You know, no emotion incorporated at all. Um, not to mention, man, like I said, when I see these things, they don't really move me emotionally. I was like, oh, here they go, trying to start some shit again. <laughs> you know, trying to get people talking again. But then when I started to read the article, I was like, oh, okay, they're trying to take the subtle artistic route. You get what I'm saying? Just in case if people try to speak upon it in that retrospect. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's what they, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what I got from it, guys. Yeah, yeah, that's why they brought up, yeah, all that. She used to dress like her dad and pretend she was her dad and all that. Yeah. Kind of like make it like, make it like, oh, that's why, yeah. So, yeah, I see what you're the saying. The same way her father used to yeah, dress but... up like his mother. So, I guess it makes sense, right? Yeah. Hmm. No shade. Like, isn't that true? They said that he used to try on his mom's clothes and stuff. Something like that, right? Yeah. yeah Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. That's that. what they said, that, that she, she would wear his clothes. No, and, well, I was talking about her father, Jenna. He used to try on women's clothes or something. They were saying that too, right? Oh. No, oh, that, that, that's, Bruce, that's her, Bruce, right. Her, her oh, father. 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 No, I know. Yeah, Jenner's the... I, know. the, I was saying that yeah, the other gentleman, Jenner, had an influence on her too. And wasn't they saying that he used to flirt with those, with those things as well before coming out and being woman of the year? Oh, I don't have any knowledge on that. I would have to look that up. Okay, yeah, because you know we're in a space where we need to politically be politically correct. That's why I was like, correct me if I'm wrong. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, no. I, yeah, I just don't know the answer, but it is yeah. it is a good point to bring up. I just don't know the answer. To me, uh, I, I would like to say this, though. To me, them mentioning those things only makes it worse because you're slapping a lot of people in the face by saying by giving a false justification of her being able to be on this list because she toyed with the idea of masculinity. But what about all the people who have transitioned? What about all the people who identify as men regardless of what they were born as? So you smacking everybody like that in the face, no? By saying, oh, well, this super popular person who we know could sell, you know, any item ever, We'll we'll put her there because she toyed with the idea of masculinity. So so what does that mean for the list? Question mark. What does that mean about everybody else who probably should be on this list if that's the case? That's not on this list because I'm sure there are plenty of uh masculine appearing women who could be on this list. I'm sure there are people who were born as women but identify as men who could be on this list. I'm sure there are people who transitioned who could be on this list. Doesn't like what happens to all of that? I agree. That's my question. Not for y'all to answer. I'm saying yeah. these are these are the things that I'm thinking as I'm looking at this. Yeah. Well, I agree, um, Jay. I agree with you. I, I have an answer for sure. It's 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 doesn't matter to them. Uh, okay, none Rock. Of that is okay, Rock. All right. the goal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. He did it so perfect. He did it so <laughs> <laughs> well, Yeah, like none of that actually matters to them. Um, it's just uh, it's to about GQ, the selling to GQ. Yeah. Okay. Um, which is why, like, when you're like, oh, you know, I don't care about like it's the fact that they did it, and it's like, I mean, obviously they're gonna do it, right? They're they're a periodical, right? They're they're um in the business of uh. <laughs> 
being noticed. Like my dog. Please use that as a drop, Jay. We need that as a drop, Jay, for the promotion Turtle. for the episode. Quiet. That was so perfect, so, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Right on command. Good job, right. Turtle. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, so that's that's their business is just being noticed, right? And being talked about and, and that's the point of all this. Right, True. they get money from her for a, a nice ad. They they have a nice exchange. She has like this giant ad space that's the cover of this big popular magazine, and they have a big popular name to generate buzz, which it did. And can I mean, I, um, both parties won in that respect. Can I mention something too that they what? that they spoke upon, guys? Um, because I, I feel like they didn't keep referencing it, like. Yo, you the man, you the man. But I feel like that was echoing throughout the course of that article, right? So I wanted to touch on something by saying by saying they did say that um she her intro she introduced skims to men in a way where they were comfortable wearing shapey garments as well. I caught that. And it was giving her props for that too, saying that um she felt like men wouldn't be comfortable with that, saying that there there's men who have some type of body shaming insecurities. And that um, she has a, like skim products for them that can help them shape their bodies in ways that women could. But the fact that they're comfortable with it, they're giving her props for that. I hope I said that right. They're saying like she is allowing them to be comfortable with that product. I hope I said that right. Yeah, she's assisting them. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. She is like, okay, men have insecurities too. We get it. And that's what's up. But giving her this title is a lot like giving men who develop panty liners and tampons for women mm. an award. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's like you're just you're just putting something out there, you know, to sell to dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really think it's necessarily game changing. I think it's good to have the conversation to say, hey, men are just as insecure of women with their bodies too. And she feels like, hey, I'm going to help them out by giving them these things to help shape them. Or Dre, find, Dre, you know, Dre, you mean the, you mean like giving them a woman of the year award nice. for creating tampons or something? Right, right, right. It's like, exactly right. It's like if, if if a man if a man creates panty liners, you know, does he get women of the year award? Like I created, I I, I created a product. To help women, you know, where's my award? I don't, I don't get a woman of the year right. award. Like, what's up? Like, everyone would be angry about that, right? No one would be like, "Yay, because you created this product for women, you should be named woman of the year." It's like, absolutely yeah, not. Nah. You would no, you would not be. You would not be celebrated. You'd be celebrated. Maybe you, maybe yeah, maybe you did create a product that women love, but we're not going to call you woman of the year for nah. that. You know, you just created a good product that women happen to like, and that's it. And as I said, you're not the first woman to create products for men that men like. Right. So why are you getting a war for that? For something that does has not generated to me enough sales yet and enough time for us to be like, that was successful. Yeah. No, I, I think agree. Yeah. All right. So any any last thoughts? We clearly all pretty much agree here, even though the reasoning might be different. Hey, look, it's a popularity contest. Shout out to her, man, for the hustle, for her hustle and business acumen. But it's a popularity contest all around. In I the agree. end, 
Yeah, yeah. And the like the nature of PR periodicals now, newspapers, all of those mm-hmm. things like that is is this. It's just it's just to 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 get eyes on on your words, get traffic, get that that's that's all it is. So yeah, it, it really doesn't out. mean anything. Um it's the same it's the same way I feel about like award shows. They they're not genuine. Uh, they, they're they're just a bunch of people that said, you know what, we're gonna decide what the 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 answers are, and then it just all depends on there, and you gotta buy your way in, and it just all it just it's just all yeah disingenuous. But, but I, I didn't, um, but, I, but I dig. You know, I think Jay was saying. No, I was saying I didn't. I didn't agree or disagree like, with anything. I was just making an assessment. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, in, in terms of GQ magazine being a men's magazine, GQ, you sold out. Because like you said, she doesn't control GQ, right? right? The people in GQ editors can control, control right. GQ. So GQ, you sold out. You know, you you had a men's man of the year going on for mad years. And now you put a woman on the cover because you wanted more hits. You wanted more eyes. And you don't really care. So in terms of GQ, you sold. You know, I don't think, and maybe I'm wrong, I don't think a woman's magazine would put um, someone who doesn't, you know, it's one thing if you identify as a woman, right? And you transition into a woman, that's one thing. But someone who doesn't even, you know, um, identify as a, a woman at all, I don't think a woman magazine would make this person woman of the year. Any, under but any GQ, artistic out, expression, so I'm, I'm sorry, Dre, I agree with you. I don't care if it was artistic expression. I don't care if you was painting a picture because I feel like um, they're being antagonistic, very antagonistic with this marketing plan right here. And from the looks of it, everybody's yeah. using um, an, an antagonistic approach as a marketing scheme. You know, it gets people talking yeah. because believe yeah, it or not, you know, um, well, well, her father, I, I know I keep bringing that up, but her father, the Jenner dude was on Woman of the Year, right? Woman of the Year? Yeah. Right. He's a woman of the year. Yeah. So now you don't think yes. that that conversation yes. is circulating too, based off of this? No, that conversation no, happened years you ago don't... when it happened, and women and, and women. But were what I'm saying off. is, you don't think I'm saying like both of them being controversially on opposite covers still strikes up a present conversation because they're related. If you understand what I'm saying, that's just my theory. Well, here's the thing. No, no, no. Here's the thing. At least um, Caitlyn identifies as a woman. Caitlyn identifies as a woman, so that's a little bit different. The only thing that the only thing that I would say is controversy is like, what have you done in the field of femininity or women? You know, what I'm saying like Caitlyn Jenner got on the cover for not even doing anything, where women who have been doing big work. And for women's rights and 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 um, you know, uh, equal rights and things like that. People who have really put in a lot, a lot of work looked right over, and you gave it to Caitlyn Jenner because this person made a decision to be more comfortable in their skin. Like you should have never gotten her, in my opinion, the award for Women of the Year. Maybe you should have got the award for like. Uh, individual of the year, maybe, you know, because you finally decided, hey, you know what? I want to be more comfortable in my skin. This makes me more comfortable. If they have awards for that, then you should get an He's award an individual. for that. But you didn't yeah, do like anything that. in the realm of women's rights, uh, you know, equal rights, whatever. You didn't, you didn't put any of that work in. You just 
you know, to me, it's no different when Obama got the um, award for, you know, Nobel Peace Prize. He had just became president. He was like a month, a month or something in. And they say, oh, yeah, here's the award for Nobel Peace But you didn't do anything yet. You, you that's supposed to be given to some people who like put mad work into a particular field for peace. Right. All you did was get elected. Yeah, you just got elected, bro. Nah, chill. So nah, I, don't, I don't, I don't respect that. Great and example. it's the same sort of mentality. Great well, example. if we give this person the award, everybody's gonna look at us. And if we give this person, you know, man of the award, everybody's gonna pick up that GQ. So you sold out. Yeah, you sold out. Whatever. Not impressed. They know. They know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, and, and and that's why she was the first cover of the list, because it's a list. It's not just her, but yes, all correct. That's why she was the first one yeah, yeah, from yeah. the list. And they're bringing out the other covers, you know, little by little. So, yeah. All right, let's move on then. I think, I mean, if you break it down fundamentally, 56% of marriages end in divorce. Like, think about... That's the ones that end in divorce. So how many people, what percentage stay together for the kids? Or because they don't want to give away half their shit. Another 10%? That's conservative. Conservative. But let's say, let's say 20% then, yeah, okay? That's, that's at least right. You now have a technology that fails 76% of the time. That's insane. That's insane. That's more likely than not. 76%. If I told you there's a 76% chance when you walk out the door today, you're going to get hit in the head with a bowling ball you would not go out or you'd wear a helmet for sure. But people just continue to get married. Not only do they continue to get married, there's a presumption that you should get married. And if you don't get married, there's something wrong with you. So if you've got a girlfriend and you've been with her for five years and you say to someone, we're getting married, they go, oh, that's great. You know, they don't go, why? You're happy, why would you get married? Like everything's going fine. Why would you put yourself through that? Why would you run that risk? If you say to someone, we've been together five years and we've decided we're not gonna get married. We're gonna move in together, but we're not gonna get married. Ooh, what's wrong? You have intimacy issues? What's your problem? Meanwhile, 56% end in divorce. It's, it's literally fits the legal definition of negligence. You know, Jay, we're big on, um, it's not what you know is what you can prove. So when people start bringing up statistical numbers, I'll be like, all right, this is interesting. <laughs> right. I didn't know the numbers so, were that crazy too, by the way. Yeah, the numbers are very interesting. Um, those numbers have been quoted and they've altered and people make sure to quote them often when making those points. Here is a supposed uh, New York divorce attorney speaking about <laughs> how wild marriage is today and how much of a failure it is today and how silly the institution of marriage is. In fact, at the end, right before it cuts off, you heard it, he says it is the equivalent of negligence. And so I just was wondering what people's thoughts on this video were. Because, hold on, hold on, Dex. Hold on, Dex. Hold on, I got you. Hold on. I know, listen, I know this one is fun. Listen, Don't worry, we're going to have a good time coming. <laughs> huh? The horse is out the stable, Jay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's it. Yeah, so uh, I know some people here have been married. Okay. I know some people here are married. And other people just have strong opinions about marriage. So I said, ooh, this is a good-ass <laughs> video to share with the fellas.
right. So go ahead, Dex. Go ahead, good brother. You can leave. No, no, no. Right. no, 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 no. I, I, uh, I, 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 let me say first. Uh, he said <laughs> marriage is the legal definition of negligence. That's the words he used. The yes, legal yes. definition of negligence. I'm That's divorced. Just in case, for anybody who don't know, I'm divorced. Yeah. But, That's why uh, but I said see, this going to be fun. But, but see, I, I'm taking it a whole different route. Um, okay, let's see what you got, baby. We we are in a world where there's so many different types of relationships now, and uh, well, we know. I think uh, you know, and we I think we have to understand. I mean, I think now we have to understand. There's so many different types of systems to to live with somebody in case like that. But I come from a certain system. You know what I mean? I come from a certain system, so. Uh, even though I'm divorced, you know, I, I still believe in love and loving somebody. And you could love somebody without getting married to them. But maybe I'm the, I'm from the mentality where I still want to, I like that union before God and for others to know we locked in, like locked in, locked in. But um, I, I totally understand. I'm at a point in my life, obviously, especially after being divorced. I'm at a point where I like where I totally get everybody else's uh mindset on that uh, your mindset so uh so when i hear him talk like that i think i mean i think uh we're talking about uh i looked him up this guy's been a divorce lawyer for a long ass time he's okay. seen a lot of shit you know so <laughs> i think i think he's jaded the way he was talking brother was talking like he's jaded he he ain't mentioned nothing about actually just loving somebody want to live with them, be with them uh, so he's seen a lot of shit. So I, I, uh, I get it. I, I get his point of view. And um, again, I'm not. Uh, if somebody wants to take a certain route, that's fine. Me personally, I still believe I'm still the romantic here. I still believe you could fall in love, and you might want to be in a union where not only before God, but you want other people to see this is us. We're together, and we're we're gonna go about it. Now it's funny to say for somebody who's been divorced already. Um. But I, I haven't lost. <laughs> I haven't lost uh, the, the, the idea of love. Did I say that idea? That idea of love. But I'm not against anybody else's system these days either. I, I'll just tell you what I would. You know, if if I found somebody. Um, but yeah. So I just think I was just thinking he's seen a lot of shit. That's why he just you know he's where he pulled out statistics and everything. He's seen a lot of shit, man. So he could talk that you know. Talk your shit, James Sexton. Talk your shit. Yeah, that's it. So uh, that's it. I mean, I may have other things. I want to hear everybody else's comments. But uh, all right. But that that was my thoughts. I, when I heard, it, I just said, "This man's seen a lot, man. He's 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 seen a lot. So he's he's not even mentioned the idea of this of this actually being in love and wanting to have a union that everybody know we locked in, locked in. Not even that you have to have the person's name. Like the woman doesn't even have to have the person, but just like, no, this is my wife, and we. Do our things together. He's seen too much shit, you know. So that's why when I saw, it, I said I understand his point of view on everything. And uh, I'm divorced. Hey, I know. You know what I mean? Well, I in know, fairness, so. he did say it's a little weird that people believe so much in marriage. But when you tell someone, "Hey, we've been together five years, and we're thinking of moving in together. We're not going to get married, but we're going to move in together." People kind of give you this side eye and ask you, like, well, right. "Hey, what's up well, with that?" Yeah. You got there some shouldn't be that pressure. Issues, what's going on there? That, 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 there shouldn't be that pressure. You know, that's a problem. That's the equivalent of, of like when you hit, see a woman of a certain age and people go, "Well, you have kids, or yeah. don't you want to get married? Don't you want to have kids?" It's the equivalent of that. 
we're in a new era where that pressure shouldn't be given to people. You do what you want to do and, and, and you work things you are. But it's the, it's the equivalent of doing that, you know? A 40-year-old woman, she's a good businesswoman, but she didn't want to have kids. Somebody said that to her. You know, that's annoying to, to do to somebody. It's the same thing. I wouldn't right. do that to anybody. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, if it's it's very much a half glass full, half glass empty, right? Like, that's literally what we're dealing with. Because if if half of all uh, marriages end in divorce, then half of all marriages don't. Like... Like it's, it's all how you look at it. It was more than, um, but also the t- the the statistic itself isn't uh, correct, uh, wholly correct. Um, the number is bigger than that because it's half of all first marriages end in divorce. Um, okay. And then the number gets bigger, like with second and third marriages. Um, so all of those end up like inflating the number of total marriages to being a lot bigger than 50% or, or a lot more than half. Mm. But um, either way, that's not the point. Like, uh, like Dex was saying, like it, it's, it's, it's all about uh, how you choose to, to, to live your life, deal with your relationships, all of that. And I, I think um a big factor and looking up a bunch of different information. One of the things I did see is that a big factor in those first time marriages ending in divorce is age. Like you're going to have younger people. If you get married younger, you're more likely to get a divorce than if you get married later in life as your first marriage. So all of these things factor in and there's so many different parts that factor into that number that it's insane to just say, well, yeah, why would you even believe in marriage? Um, like, because there's a reason to like, and, and beyond that. So as far as a personal view, I don't, uh, I don't promote marriage. I don't, uh, be, I've never been that kind of person. That's like, yeah, marriage is the thing. Like, even though like, when I was younger, it was like, yeah, I want to get married. And I had, I had planned my wedding in my head how I wanted it. But it was as I got older, I realized like marriage itself isn't that big of a deal. Um, it's important for a lot of different things. And everybody's reason for getting married is going to be different. But um, it isn't something that a lot of people like trump it up to be. It really is, um, at least the way it is now. It's it's not there. There's there's not as much. It's it's just the personal uh, effect behind it. So, however you personally feel going into the marriage, that's all the weight there is to it. There's nothing greater beyond that. So, for him to 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 feel this way about marriage, I mean that's going to be his opinion on it that's that's just how he feels about it personally and that's all it's going to be for anybody it's always just going to be how you personally feel about marriage and and the numbers don't matter because it's how you approach your relationship if you're approaching your relationship in a way that's not uh that's toxic or that's not you know holy or connected with your partner 
then there's a chance that it may not work out in the long run. But if you're approaching the relationship as a long-term relationship and working together to keep the relationship going, then yeah, I mean, marriage might work out for you. Marriage might be a thing that's, that's, that's going to work out. But I don't think marriage itself is uh, the numbers behind it are a reason to do it or not. It, it's just it's for me personally, it's just a title. It's just paperwork. It's just, hey, this person, I chose this person to be the person who gets all my shit when I die, uh, short of writing a will you know uh or or they're the person who's going to be the 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 ipso facto that that decides my medical decisions because we've had those conversations and we 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 know those things this is the person i choose to entwine my finances with this is the like all of that that's that's what happens with marriage and anything else is all personal reasons it's 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 all on you and if the if the relationship is going to be long term then it's going to be long term the marriage you know doesn't affect that yes or no that doesn't affect that either way and for some people it might because it'd be like well we're married um we got to make this work and that's how some people treat it but it's it's no different it really is just all of that paperwork and that makes it harder sometimes to to separate from somebody or for, for various reasons, whether it's just uh, emotionally more difficult to separate from them or like you just have to do a lot more work to separate from them because you have to do all this other paperwork to go in the opposite direction. It's more expensive and all of that. Like, so it's, it, it really isn't, uh, I, I think his whole view is his personal view and that's it. And that's, and it makes sense because he's a divorce lawyer. Like that's what he's my man, my man's jaded. like. That's my what he's jaded, around. Man. He's around divorce all the time. It's hard to so say. It's, it's hard. Of course, that's what he's. It's missing. hard to say is one's personal view when he's giving statistical information to support what he's saying. He gave a variety right. of examples. He gave examples. But if he's only, he gave examples. Right, if right. he's only around the fifty percent divorce rate, like if he, if his whole existence is the fifty to the uh, percent divorce rate, then a hundred percent of his life is divorce. Yeah, but he gave. And, and let me say something real quick. He gave examples of different. <laughs> all right, all right, one at a time, fellas, one at a time. Because he gave examples of different marriages. He gave examples of people staying together for the kids. He gave people. He gave examples of people staying together for financial purposes. He gave different examples of people in different marriages for different reasons, but them they're still being unsuccessful to a certain extent. Because of the right. title, I think I think he was going based off of the title within itself. Some people get caught up within the title alone. You get what I'm saying? It could cause cold feet. It could cause failure. It could cause pressure from loved ones. He was talking about all of that stuff. You know, people being influential right. in somebody's decision. Somebody might get married because their friends always talking about it. You know, so he he was giving different, <clears throat> you know, different examples. He was mentioning different things. It wasn't like he was just focused on one particular um, thing. Yeah, yeah, I want. I want. I want, yeah. I want. Let me just say something, Nesta. I like what Nesta said um, because Nesta doesn't even, doesn't even believe in that. Is that the, the, the ruling of marriage? I'm married. But what I like, like what he said. Yeah, what he. What I like what he said is, you know, and this is what you know. Well, the divorce lawyer is not going to tell you that, but 
you know, you commented on the fact that you got to put in the work. There's some work to be put in here. You know, you mentioned that. You said you don't, you don't like the whole concept, but there's some work to be put in here. And, and you know, he's not going to tell you that. You know, the, the lawyer's not going to say that stuff to you. You know, he's going to, he's going to talk about all the, the official statistics that, that breaks down. But he's not going to say, like, he's not going to talk about all these other things that, you know, in, you know, got to be incorporated into marriage. And then, Dave, you said something which was great too. Sometimes people get married because everybody else is getting married around them. You know what I mean? I mean, there's a there's people. There's a lot of life is hard. That's what it is. Life is hard. Well, I, you want to fall in love and find somebody, but yeah. Well, Ness Ness said something that made me think about something, right? Because he's right. He was saying um, he gave two different perspectives, and the other perspective he gave was about like personal reasons. And what I was saying was that the numbers and and a lot of those different um, and a lot of things that he said can influence those personal reasons. You know, it can influence people to say, because I know when I was looking at it, you know, and I'm hearing a lot of these things, I'm like, bruh, <laughs> if you feel me? And then he talking about people getting half of their stuff taken and, you, you know, he's bringing up all of these different examples and you start thinking like, whoa, you know, that that's a lot to, that's a lot to think about, you know? Um, yeah. Well, well, yeah. No, it is. It's a lot to think well, about. Well, you know what the, yeah, there's something. Well, Ness, I'm going back to Ness because Ness said a lot of stuff, right? <laughs> Shout out my man. Yeah, he Ness, said a lot of stuff. My brother, right? He said a lot. The other thing is this, and then we got to look at too. When Ness was saying, and he was talking in a marriage context about the person who could make decisions for you medically if some shit go down with you, all finances. That shit's going to happen. The lawyer didn't tell you that. That's just going to happen when you lived with somebody for 10, 15, 20 years. Guess what? You get sick and your family don't like that person. They're going to be like, nah, you can't make the decisions. We're making the decisions. You weren't married to them. We gonna take we take his money because you, you, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of nuances that he didn't mention that. You know what I mean? Um, you know, yeah, you live together. You don't get married, but you live together for 20 years. And suppose legally, officially, because that's how the system is, you know, you get sick and your lady, because you lived with her for 20 years, your family decides... They get your whatever you you get, or or they could make the, the final decision on your medical situations. So there's a lot of extra things in that mix, you know. I mean, at least for me, when he said that about oh, not get married, fine, don't get married, but you gotta have some kind of arrangement down the line. I mean, I don't know, you know, I mean, if you're not officially, you know, because that's how the system is built up. But um, that's just a, a little observation on the side. All right, Dre hasn't got a chance to chime in. Dre, you got thoughts, brother? So many. I know. Uh, so I, many I, I, I love how Drake, Drake comes in like Buster Rhymes in scenario. You know what I'm saying? That's how I come by. All the juice off the line. He love, we yeah, love, yeah. Bring it back. Come so, so, yeah. And to be honest, I really don't know where to begin. So I like to just begin from the start. And that is, are we living in a world where it's okay to scrutinize everything? Yes. Like, is it okay to say, okay, things have to hold their own weight irregardless to tradition like just saying okay well this is what people do for me it's not enough i'm looking for the why what's the reason yeah. talk to american jim <laughs> so um a lot would necessarily i completely agree with it's like if that's what you want to do if that's what you think you know it makes your relationship a better relationship 
will knock yourself out. But he is looking at it from a um, practical perspective. Like, what's the reason why you're doing this? Okay. And so I think what happens is that, you know, people fall in love and they believe that, well, if we really love each other, this is what we have to do. Um, but there's a there's a one of my favorite comedians named Doug Stanhope. Yeah! Doug Stanhope <laughs> once said, Hey, if marriage this is his joke, that's why I have to give him credit. If 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 marriage didn't exist, would you create it? Right? So we're looking at it objectively, meaning, hey, I meet the person that I really love, and I say, sweetie, man, I really love you. And she's like, Oh, I really love you. No, no, no. I really love you. No, you don't understand. I really love you. No, you don't understand. I love you so much. I'm trying to figure out how do I get the state involved? Like the state has to be involved in our relationship somehow. Like I need to find a way to do that. And thus marriage is born. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, would you really create that thing? But what's the reason why you're creating it? And the lawyer's looking at it saying, hey, this is what I've seen and it's, it feels like, and, and that's a, actually a really longer video. That's a snippet of it, but I've seen that entire video and it's really long. Um, he's like, it seems like where we are today that you're going outside where bricks is falling and you're not putting a helmet on, you know, because he's really talking about prenup and things like that. It's a much longer video. Ah, okay. And the only thing I'm, yeah, and the only thing I'm saying is, People need to question the reason, the why. Um, and I think people confuse love and marriage. Bang. Meaning, I think people can people confuse the emotion and the feeling that they have with someone with a legal state contract. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Marriage itself, when we look at the inception of it, why were people getting married? First of all, marriage was something that commoners didn't even really do. That was for rich cats estate cats, that boy's cooking you know so now we're talking about people who are just like yo my i have a daughter i'm the king of england and i'm trying to have a relationship with spain you know what i noticed your kid is 16 my kid is 16 we're about to marry these mofos and it ain't have nothing to do with no love i don't care if y'all love each other not love each other i need this relationship with spain right now y'all gonna be together you understand what I'm saying? Or you have X amount of estate. I have Y amount of estate. We're getting together. Marriage had nothing to do with love. Zero to do with love. This is where we got to get our history together. Marriage was about bringing estates together, powerful families, and then going forth. Once you get of age, we need to find other powerful families and we marry them. No one asked you how you felt about it. You just got married. You know what I mean? That's the way it is. Now we want to fast forward a little bit. We have a place called America and people can be free and everyone wants to feel like a king. Well, what do king and queens do? They get married. So I want to, I'm a, I'm a king in my castle. I want to get married too. And so now you're taking something that says, hey, this is how I feel about that person. And you're equating a business or partnership relationship to it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm saying you got to look at it like a partnership. You got to look at it like a business, like what it is. And that's where that lawyer is coming from. He's saying, wait, hold up. Um, 
like I said, watch the whole video. You worked all your life. Let's say you you worked five hundred thousand dollars. You've sent you've you, you've made that you know your career. Let's call it a million. Why not? You've you, you've done really well in business. You've done really good. You have a million dollars. You meet someone. You love this person. Now you're saying, I love you so much, I'm willing to sacrifice half of my million dollar earnings for us to be together. <laughs> Does that make sense? And this is what this guy is saying. Now, there's a difference if you don't have shit, I don't have shit, and together we got together and we made a million dollars together. Uh-huh. Oh, that's 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 partnership uh-huh. right there. That's like, uh-huh. that's what's up. You know what I mean? <laughs> but right. we are con- we are confusing the two things. Now, what Dex was talking about in terms of, yeah, people are going to get older and people are going to, you know, need each other. And that's what companionship partnership is about. But you there's things like power of attorney. I can I can not be feeling well and know that I need my partner who's been in my life for 20 years, 25 years to make decisions for me because my my siblings, they don't know me like she does. So I'm going to give her power of attorney so she can make those medical decisions for me. We don't necessarily have to be married to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so there, there are sort of like ways around things. We just got to yeah. be smarter and understand legally what's going right. on. Your, your attorney, domestic partner, right. Your domestic partner right. has your, rights to, right. Your, what you want your attorney to do what you want your friend to do is to look at something that you're about to get into non-emotionally, right? If Jay comes to me right now and be like, yo, Dre, this is it. I met her. I did, I want to be with her. Okay. It's good for him to be in love with her. It's not good for me to be in love with her. <laughs> I need to talk to him practically. All right, bro. Let's look at, let's look at this whole thing here. Let's look at why are we doing what we doing right now, brother? Because I'm going to always be pro Jay. I don't care how you feel about her, whatever. That's good for you. I'm going to make sure if this partnership, do you do we really need to make it a legal partnership, business partnership? Is it going to be beneficial for you, right? So if if Jay meet a million dollar check and she wants to get married, I'd be like, yo, Jay, yo, bro, listen, you you good. If anything happened, you half a millionaire now. Go for it. <laughs> but if Jay make a million and he just meets some chick, I'm going to be like, well, wait a second, son. Hold on. You're about to sacrifice half of what you made. For what? Let's look at um, you know, Amazon. What's the guy Jeff name? Bezos. Come on, y'all better with Jeff Bezos. When he got divorced, who built up Amazon? Him or his wife? Right? Who let's just, just we gotta call it what it is. But she got entitled to half of the things that he built. So we gotta have the conversations outside of emotions. I love love. Do not get me wrong. I love love. I love being in love. I love the feeling. I love the emotion, the heat, the elation. That's beautiful. But I don't want to confuse that feeling with a legal partnership that I can lose almost everything. That's what this guy is trying to say. Y'all can go in. (laughs) Done with you. Uh, Let let me just (laughs) throw one thing in. In the mix. (laughs) <laughs> Father. I'm laughing at Dre. Let me, let me, I love Dre. I just want to say I love you, yeah, Dre. No, no, let, me, let, me, let, me throw, let me throw one thing in the mix, though. You know why we have the state involved like this? 
is because mm. it's, there's some antiquated things. Men, we were the head of the home, and we got a woman, and they stayed home and cooked, and we ran the we had the head of the household. Yes, that was I agree. pretty much the system. Times have changed, yes. so they had yes. to keep that. That they had to be, get involved because motherfuckers, excuse my language, was leaving their wives and going have another family in, in the other side of town. And you got this lady now right. got to go out there and go get a job and look. She never worked in her life. She's cooking and cleaning right. the whole time. Now she got to get a job. Right. That's what happened because there's some sinful men out there who don't take care. You know, they want to go do something else. That's what really caused it. I, I say that in a general way. I didn't, I'm not giving specifics, but that's pretty much what happened. No, and you're, no, you're, you're, you're right, Dex. You're right. Times have changed and it is antiquated. So like the mm. guy says, if you watch the full video, he's like this. Okay, wait a second. You stayed home. I worked and I made all this money. Okay. What, how much do you need is more of the conversation, not you're entitled to have. You see what I'm saying? Mm, so if, if, mm. if, if you were with me and I made $500 million and you decided, Hey, you know what? I'm not going to school. I'm not doing this. I'm going to be there for you. So when you get home, you ain't got to take care of nothing. I took care of everything that is worth something. I'm not yeah. saying it's not. What I am saying is, is it worth half? You can easily say, you know what? You stayed home. You did this. You did that. I made $500 million. Let's give her five. Let's give her 10. Let's set her right. up. You have right. the house. You're good. It's not right. necessarily worth $250 million. That is the, that's what's going on is that the, these archaic laws haven't caught up to the times, especially right. you're right. talking about people like, like Ness said, when people are young, you know, they're getting married. They're making these emotional decisions. Okay, one person is a, you know, young 25-year-old actor. The other person is whatever, you know, somebody you met. Oh, man, did I, am I gone? No, you here. No. You, you're still I there. You. you still got the dot. Right, you, you, you good? Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. You good. You good. We hear you. We see you. Keep cooking. Oh, and, and he's I gone. Guess, I guess he didn't see him. The stove must have turned off. He, he stopped. Yeah, cause that that man was cooking. Yeah, I'm talking. He knew Thanksgiving was coming. You know what I'm saying? Well, he, he said, "Oh, Thanksgiving is this week. I got a I, meal for everybody." Hold I, on. I, I thought I thought he forgot about Thanksgiving with all the Christmas stuff. Yo, I you knew that was saying? gonna happen. Man. <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen. So I was like, you know, you know what? That's Don't funny. That's, that's why I wanted that's to stop you when I stopped. Nah, it's because you know what it was, Dre. You was cooking too much, son. I know. <laughs> you you great. thought you was, was like the you thought even... you was like the viral video. Yeah, potatoes, tomatoes. Said Dre, you got on this. You got on this. Seeing the giddy up, but you was being naughty, son. Exactly. Being naughty, It's all good, right? Exactly. I've been naughty this whole year. Exactly. I'm finishing up naughty style. Now, now we can't put you on the on the men's year list. You know what I'm saying? Year men men of the year list. We can't put you on the list now, Dre. Nah, because I'm gonna be on the woman of the year list. I'm pro woman. See, I'm pro woman. Like, no, honestly, right? You know, that was my other example. You know what I mean? Like, I teach. I teach women self-defense. I help women to protect themselves. Should I be woman of the year? Why not? Because I empower, I help I help oh. empower women. I'm a court you too. Don't I, worry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I teach women self-defense. I help them become stronger. I work them out. I know Dex does too. Like I work them out. I help them get stronger. I give them like techniques. I do this just for women, other other people too, but a lot of women. I've taught a lot of women. Where's, why nobody put me on the? Should I be women of the year? Should I be even on the list? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got to put you on the list. All right, that's a, get back to the cooking because people people wanted you to finish. Go ahead. 
Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I don't know where it cut off. You can back to me because we just heard cut you me off. until remember. when you said, "Yo, can, can y'all hear me?" We still were hearing. You. Oh, oh, we yeah, still going because it, yeah. it was telling me refresh. No, but my thing is, you know, look. Only thing I'm saying is, it's great, but we it's great to be in love and marriage works if it works. You got you got to look at your parameters. I, I think this is what Nestor was saying. It, yep. it got to mean something different for everybody else, but you got to know what it means legally in the state first. If it makes sense to you, if it's like, okay, I'm going to give you one short story, then I'm done. I'm going to shut up. There was this couple <laughs> that won the lottery. Let's, let's say they won $100 million, but this was actually a true story. Now, they bought the lottery ticket. You know, she paid $3. He paid $3, $6. So they're both entitled 50-50. So you know when you win a lottery, you pay $100 million. Half of that goes to taxes. So now they got $50 million. And so they're thinking to themselves, okay, what should we do now? They got accountants in. The accountant was like, well, if you give this person $25 million, now the government is going to take even half of that. So they were like, we don't want that. We just gave them $50 million. Why am I now giving like, you know, now 20? Like that doesn't make sense. So the accountant was talking to him, talking to the accountant, saying, hey, listen. Do you guys like love each other? They're like, yeah. They're like, well, are you going to plan? Like, do you plan on breaking up? You know, because you got this money. They're like, no, like we want to be with each other. So he's like, listen, I'll be honest with you. If you don't want to give the government any more money, it's probably better for you guys just to get married. Now the government's not going to take any more of that money away because now they see you as one, one entity financially. So in that case, it made sense for them to get married. Because it's like, yo, I don't want to be away from you even though I got this money. You don't want to be away from me even though I got this money. We don't want to give more money to the government for taxes. Let's just get married because it just makes financial sense right now. So I'm not saying don't get married. I'm saying you got to know if it makes sense for you and it needs to be an unemotional decision. Okay. Yeah, I'll jump in and say, let, let me just say one thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, Dexter, I, I agree. Let me, let me, let me, let me you know, Man Cave Monday, you know, I'm in my comfort nest, but what can I say? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I think it's important, man. Look, take it from somebody, I, I think it's important. You love somebody, talk all your business stuff out. Get all that stuff together. In the midst of all the loving high, talk about the stuff. How are we going to work here? You got how much money? Are we going to save, do our different bank accounts? What are we going to do? How are we going to build? I think that's really important to do that, so... And um, I agree. Yeah, that's it. That's it. If you watch that full video, that's what he says too. He's like, yeah. when I say to people, this is the the lawyer that we said. The lawyer said, when I say to people, have the conversation about finances. People, are like, oh no, I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to mess things up. He's like, wait a minute, this is somebody you're about to marry. They're gonna know, you know, all about you, all about them. But y'all not comfortable talking about money yet? No, nope. y'all not ready to get married. Y'all not ready to get married. You know what I'm saying? You should not have the you should not be talking about these things during divorce time. You should be talking about these things now. If you are afraid to bring up prenup in front of your wife or your husband or your potential wife or husband, um, then that's not the person for you. You should be very comfortable. If I marry somebody that's $50 million and I ain't nowhere near that, and she's like, Dre, I want to sit there and talk about a prenup. And I love her like that. Boo, let's sit down and talk about it. Because I want you to be comfortable with this. You know what I'm saying? I should not be afraid to have this conversation about a prenup with you. You know what I mean? Mm. I shouldn't have to be afraid of that. Like, we should be able to talk about everything if we're at that level where we're trying to be together for life. 
Nothing should be off the table. If, if we're going to be best friends, right, and love each other, be best friends, this, this should we be able to talk about that freely. I agree with you on that. I agree. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm let a me, romantic, man. I believe in love, too. What can I tell you? Me, too. Let me, let me say this. <laughs> um, I, I agree that the statistics are interesting for many reasons. Um, if we're speaking from a logical standpoint that Spock would approve of, that we have to take emotion out of it. You feel what I'm saying? And so we have to decide, although this is an emotional topic for many people, including myself, we got to decide what we're going to do, facts or feelings. What are we going to do? Facts or feelings. Now, yes, glass half full, Nestor, I'm going all the way back to you because you sparked this. Glass half full, yes, I hear that. But it's not really glass half full that simple because there are other scenarios like he brought up, like Days brought up, that are not part of those statistics. I know plenty of people who are in marriages simply because they have kids together and they don't want to be together. They have other relationships. They are not polyamorous. They are simply legally married and living together to raise children. I know mad people like that. They are I know not mad people like that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What you said, Days? What was the emphasis on they are not polyamorous? Because it, it is what it is. I'm, but go I'm keeping it real. I, I'm not knocking. Y'all already, y'all know I'm cool with all that shit. Yeah. But if we're talking statistics, yes, those people are married, and that's not accounted in the statistics, which the gentleman brought up in the video. I don't need this pen right now. Um. So those statistics, the same way you're saying they're skewed and not true. Well, we could say the same thing on the other side based on. Just the example he gave in the video. What percentage is that? We we don't know. He gave a conservative, what he feels is a conservative number. I don't know. I'm not a divorce attorney, but I know there's mad people together who's like, yo, man, you know, me and Nestor had this kid and we hate each other, but we love this kid and we're going to stay together to raise this kid. Uh, okay. Those people are still married. So that glass really ain't half full. That's number one. Number two, I have some questions that these conversations make me think about. And I guess this is going to be something not really for us to answer, but more for people to marinate on and meditate on and think on, right? Because I hear all of you talking about marriage and is it good? Was it successful? I hear those things. But what are the parameters of those things? What what meets those those things, right? So... I guess my first, what this makes me think is one, how much time do you need to be together married for it to be looked at as a successful marriage? I have a friend who was married for 10 years. They feel their marriage was unsuccessful because it ended. I feel it was extremely successful. They have a lovely family that is still thriving as everyone on the internet loves to say. And, uh, there's no real beef, and they had a beautiful 10-year time together. To me, that's a success as a person who's never been married, right? And this is clearly my personal thoughts and feelings. I've never been married, not a day. 
Not a week, not a month. So a 10-year marriage after there was already a relationship for X amount of years, to me, that is extremely successful. I think the question is, again, not for us to specifically answer, but to marinate on, how much time we got to be in this marriage for it to be, quote unquote, successful? My next question, and if y'all want to answer this one, y'all can. What statistical number do you need things to be for you to say, nah, I'm good on that? Example, forget about marriage. If I said, hey, statistics have shown if you have sex 70% of the time, you're going to die. Are you still having sex? I'm just, I'm, I, I want to know what's that number. I like this because game. Because maybe. I like this game. Huh? I like this game. Yeah. <laughs> yes. you, you know what I'm doing? Yes. I love it. You like yeah. it. I love it. So it's, I, I'm challenging perspectives, right? That's what I'm doing. I'm challenging perspectives. I'm opening things up a bit because that's my question. Yes, Nestor saying glass half full. This guy is saying, the, the lawyer is saying glass is not half full. It's more 70-30 or 80-20 on, on the nay side, right? On the no side. That's what he's saying in his quote-unquote conservative example, 56% plus 20 of the we don't know, but we're together, blah, blah, blah. That brings us to 76%, which is why he said it's negligent. My question is, forget all of that. My question is marriage, not marriage, going outside and getting hit by a car, having sex, recording a podcast, whatever the activity is, what number does the statistic need to be for our brains to logically say, Nah, this is not a good idea. And here's what it made me think about. And I'm 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 fucked up for this. I'm going to admit it. But it made me think about COVID vaccines. <laughs> I know I'm we going in on that the next time. Yeah, the next time we do yeah, the next time we do this, uh, this yeah, other thing we going in on that, but I'm that's it. I ain't saying nothing. Right. Food fitness and fun. Check <laughs> us out some other time. But that's what it made me think about. Why? Because cats ain't really know any statistics they said hey we created this shit three months ago and we kind of had some shit similar in the back pocket already so we 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 played around with it a bit and we got these covid vaccines uh go get them and i'm talking about before they were mandatory let me be clear because a lot of cats got them because hey the job said if i don't get it i'm unemployed and right now everything is locked down and there's no job so you know what come on man Shoot me up, right? Cool. I'm not talking about that yet. I'm talking about before that, cats were running to get COVID vaccines. Before anybody goes, let me give you one last one. Neuralink is Elon Musk's brain transplant company. They have been approved by the FDA for human clinical trials. Niggas don't know if this shit works at all. There are thousands of people lined up and trying to get the first clinical trials for this Neuralink brain implant. To be clear, before anyone responds, an audience, they're going to remove a piece of your skull and put something in there that we don't know at all if it works or not. The number I saw recently was 22,000 implants are supposed to be done. What number we need to say, hey, you know what? I'm cool on this one. Thanks. 
Can I can I answer some of these questions? Well, um, I saw Nestor. Yeah, I want I want to I want to reply to a couple of things and answer the question. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, one I, last thing. One last thing. Yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah, say because yeah. I want to cut off Dre earlier. Just uh, when, when this episode drops, I'm gonna be using I'm gonna be using some clips from this. So be ready. <laughs> Shout out to Eddie Murphy. I saw it. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, maybe we can find some Doug Stanhope yeah, because, uh, too. Because I, I, I kind of have a hard stop today at ten. Um, okay. I want to. I want to get right. a couple points out. So first, I want to address. Uh, want to attack you, Dre. Uh, yeah. Because for the most part, like I agreed with what you were saying. Um, I think uh your word choice I disagree with on one point, and that's saying sacrificing half, right? Um, when you're getting into a marriage, you're not expecting it to end. So it's not a sacrifice. You're risking it. It's more, it's, it's more of a gamble. It's more of a, yeah, because you're, you're not going into this thing, expecting it to end, expecting anything to go bad. Um, so you have to look at it as, is it worth half? Like, is it, is it it worth that risk? Is it risking half? I like the word risk. Yeah. Versus, versus sacrificing. Cause it's not just a throwaway. Right. Um, and, uh, I had something else on that, but, uh, I forgot all that. Um, beyond that, um, you said there was a larger clip and I think that that lends to a bigger, uh, other point where like we, we were, uh, commenting or reacting to a specific clip that's taken out of yeah. context yeah i would like to see the, whole so thing. the greater context like the whole thing. while while a lot of us probably thought of like the greater context maybe he's talking about this maybe he's talking about that and a lot of the times when like jay sends us a clip i'll go looking for the full thing and see if i can find more context on what's happening i didn't really have the time to look for that today but but i me like th- that's always the thing with me whenever i see any clips it's like I want to see what's the full context of this because yeah. they're saying something yes. wild, but maybe it's like yep. something else framed. If framed in something else that that wasn't really included, um, and yep. so that's always like an issue, and that's always going to happen. Um, yes. Yeah, um, the glass half full thing. I wasn't. I, I said that you can look at it that way um, because if you look at it only at the pure number of like 50% uh, or half uh, marriages end in divorce. But like right after I followed with that number is actually a lot bigger because that, that number is only for like the first time marriages or whatever. And so that number for total divorces is a lot bigger. Um, So I don't believe like it's either, or it's just because that number is just like that. And people always look at it like that. They always look at it as like the total number. Um, apart from that, uh, your question, what's your number? Um, I think that will go back to what I said, changing the word from sacrifice to risk. Um, you have to look at it. Is the risk worth the reward? And that's going to change for everything, no matter what it is. Hey, is this worth the 50% chance that I'll lose half of everything is this worth that is 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 this other thing i'm looking at like when you're bringing up like health and and vaccines and that is that risk of of either getting the vaccine or maybe i'll take the chance with possibly getting the disease and handling those risks and then you have to weigh all these different things 
and that always always will change so i don't have a number um per se it's just a matter of can i say that uh what i'm gaining or what's happening in this situation um for me will outweigh what would end up you know if this goes completely wrong so the number doesn't affect that at all um the number might affect it somewhat for sure but it's a matter of um is what i'm gaining worth that risk of that number got it so it's 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 always a thing that people have to consider and some people don't consider it at all they're just like well you know i'm doing the thing and this is the plus or some people go into things with well i trust this that was my other thing is um when it comes to that conversation about like um prenups right a lot of people will be like oh well don't you trust me and it's like well that that that's not the the case right while <laughs> while people want to right that's not that's not what this is this isn't about trusting you this right. is about trusting that this will last and this is and prenups while they seem to only protect the uh the the person with more money they protect both parties they're meant to protect both parties in different ways right so Absolutely. if 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 you like the whole point of it is hey you don't want to be left asked out sure look at the prenup before you sign it obviously you don't just sign it right You're like hey this kind of leaves me you know ass in hand if anything goes wrong and it's like aha right. uh -huh. like if something goes wrong that's what we're that's what we're planning for and people don't want to look at it as if marriage is a business transaction but it is um regardless Absolutely. of the reasons you a long time ago yeah yeah regardless of the reasons that you do it regardless of I want to do this because, you know, I love this person. I want to show my love in this particular way or whatever. You still have to look at it as you're getting the government involved in your personal business. And so you're, you're, you're changing the nature of the relationship. And yep. so you have to consider all of that when you make that decision. And, and, it's it's still essentially a business the 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 act of marriage not like being married and you know everything after sure treat it as a regular relationship whatever whatever but the 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 act of of doing that part that part of it is a business transaction Absolutely. And, and you definitely have to look at it that way and consider that when you when you make all those decisions because no matter how you personally feel no matter how you know the other person may feel no matter all of those things um things happen throughout the course of and and divorces can come up for any number of reasons that you may not even be thinking about like yep. people have perfect relationships they're doing great they have a kid the kid dies and it, it destroys the 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 whole relationship for for various reasons because both people handle you know the whole thing differently and then they just end up having to split just because they can't reconcile their relationship through whatever just happened through That's this right. big experience they didn't think would happen and now they're going through something else they didn't think would happen because they felt they were great right
Um, That's so yeah, point. all that is there. And then that leads even further back to your question with your with what's your number and considering the risk versus reward, even if like for the in the case of like marriage, even if the, the number was like 90% of all marriages end in divorce, right? Even if that was the number, you're going to have a lot of people that are like, well, you know, we're built different. We have a different relationship. We're not the same as all these people. We we really love each other, and it's like, well, yeah, but that's feelings, not facts. I know, but 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 that's the whole thing. You asked, what's the number? The number in situations like that wouldn't matter. Yeah, because so that's that's a challenge for me. Right. Even if the number's that big, they're gonna be well. Our relationship's different. Our relationship can can beat that number. That's and called insanity. Always think that. <laughs> That's called illogical. Look, man. Let me just say can this, I, man. I, let me I, let me jump uh, in real quick. Let me just jump yeah, in real quick. Yeah, yeah. But what if their number? Yeah, what, yeah, what if yeah. their relationship? Let, wait, wait, number, let, 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 let Dex go in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, look, look. Podcast friends listening. Love, love. <laughs> Find somebody. Make sure that your best friend that you can talk about everything with, and continue to repair and check on because that's what it comes down to in the end all right that's what it's going to come down to you don't want to get divorced podcast friends find somebody you could talk to periodically and get and see the state of your relationship if you're going to get married do that take it from a guy who got divorced i was married 22 years all right talk to your talk to the, your partner all right if you're going to get married be, be become best friends talk work things out and if you're going to get married if you want to talk about prenups, do it. Don't be scared. If you don't talk about it, talk all the time, nonstop. All right? That's just all I got to say. Go back. I'm sorry. I have to say that all stuff. Right. All right. Can I, can, I, can I add to a little bit of this? So, uh, yo, Nesta, shout out. I, I'm glad you said that prenups protect both people. And I will make sure that I um, put Jay on so Jay could – Put the full video in the description so you everyone should just watch it. It's I want to really see good. it. It's pretty long, but um, I'll, I'll make sure. Yo, boom! I'll throw it in there. Maybe I'll throw it in our um our Instagram chat, whatever. So and he because he does go into that. It does protect both people. And a lot of times they talk about the capstones in marriages, meaning like, okay, if we're only married for like six months, it's only going to be very much this. If we're married for five years, it'll be this. If we're married for 10 years, it'll be this. If we're married for 15, it'll be that. So you see within the prenup, it's not just one-sided. It's like, no, you've been, you know, you are kind of, lack of a better term, rewarded based on how long you stuck with it. You know what I'm saying? But if it just happened to dissolve, we had this conversation. Where are we? Oh, we're in year 10. Also, that means you get this. We already talked about it. It's nothing else to talk about and you know we move on um but jay asked two questions that i want to kind of the first one was um uh was it um jay what did you say you said uh how, was it, how long uh, does the relationship need to be for the marriage to be considered yes. successful yes so how long do these marriages get it, it depends on the parameters of a marriage so if you look at marriage and the vows of marriage if your vows in your marriage are the typical standard vows, Perfect. which are death do us part, then that means even if you did 10, 15 years, the fact that y'all dissolved according to your own vows, then I guess it's not successful because the only thing that should have made you gone apart is death, right? So sure. in those sure. terms, that's what you vowed. 
So if you look at it like, what did I vow? But I understand what you're saying, where it's just like, hey, how long is a successful marriage? A successful marriage is as long as it was successful, you know? So it's like, yo, if we if we did a, if we got married and all we did was a year, but that was a dope ass year, but now we want something different. Yo, it was a successful, it was a successful year. You know, it was great. If we did a dope ass five years, it was a dope ass five years. A lot of people get married, they do some time and they both realize, you know what? When I got married to you at 22, I was a different dude than I am at 42. So, yeah, we both are different people. We both got married in high school. We're on a whole different level right now. So I'm not the same person. You're not the same person. And so we can just move on. It's okay. It's not, no one's angry at each other. We both realize that we, you know, it was fun while it lasted and we just move on. To me, I feel like that's successful too. But I also understand, like I said, there's a different perspective. If you're if you're looking at your particular vows, right. then you know, then it's not successful. This is why I always say, make your own vows. Don't go into a marriage saying whatever the preacher told you is our vows. You should be able to sit down with your significant other and say, Hey, let's talk about what we want to vow to each other. You know, because I may not say till death do us part. I might say, I want to vow to communicate with you. I want to vow to be open to you. I want to vow to help you in every way that I can. I want to vow to always, you know, be positive around. Like, I want to have those kind of vows. We can vow to that. But I, I would, if I would get married, I would make up my own vows. Like, why do I need another person who has nothing, don't know me, don't know you to tell us this is what vows are? That's whack to me. Well, because that, um, that goes back to... What happened after the historical stuff you said, when marriage became yeah. more religious based and more about the institution in the eyes of God in the religious fashion. And so that belief is tied in directly to the system of marriage that's still around today. Which which we which we just said, we know that's archaic. And so we got to kind of grow out of that, I think. The second thing you hold said on, was, Dex. is hold there a on, number? Dex. Oh, hold on, hold on. The second thing you said was, is there a number in terms of like, Statistics, okay, yeah. I think you use, yeah, I think you use sex as an example. Like, I mean, okay, I, yeah, I just brought up use, a bunch of different shit. So yeah, no, no, whatever. But I, yeah, but I, what I'm saying is, I think it depends for me on the activity, right? So if you said activity X, 70% of those people who partake in that activity, 70% of them had a negative sort of um, result. But if I really, really enjoy the activity, I probably will take the chance. But if it's just like, oh, yeah, 70% of the people who go to Prospect Park get mugged. Okay, Prospect Park is not that important to me. I could not go to Prospect Park. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't care. Like, okay, I'll go somewhere else. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that serious. But if I really, really love Prospect Park, I'd be like, yo, fuck that. I don't care what happens to people. I'm going there because I really love it and it's worth the risk to me. So it always, to me, depends on the activity, whether or not I'll take the risk. And now, if you're talking about something like 90, 99%, I might be like, uh, that's pretty high up there. You right. know? <laughs> but something like 50 to 70, I might play with those numbers because I might really, really enjoy this activity. Because I don't want to live my life just being in the safe zone. I want to live my life doing the things that I enjoy. And sometimes some of those things that you enjoy have risk. Absolutely. And so, you know, 
um, I, I told you, you know, off pod, like, oh man, I just came off my, you know, my, my bike, you know, if you live in a city, a, a, a crowded city and you decide to be a cyclist, you are literally taking your life in your own hands. Facts. People are nuts out there. You know what I'm saying? Facts. But it's something I really enjoy. Like Facts. I enjoy riding my bike, weaving, you know, I try not to weave too much through traffic, but I got to do what I got to do. And it's a, it's an adrenaline rush, but I'm taking that risk now. Because I take that risk, I might wear a helmet and some other things just in case things happen. But I still enjoy the activity. And so if you told me what the stats are with that, I look at it. OK, but I really enjoy it. Something else I really don't enjoy or it's like uh, I'm kind of on the fence about it. You know, uh, I can give it up. It's it's not that serious. Gotcha. That's the only thing I want to add. All right. Uh, mm. Dex, I know you want to go, but. Let's see, uh, Days. You got anything you want to chime in on? You, we, we haven't let you talk for a while. I agree with what all of you guys said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys said. You know that was coming. You know that was coming. <laughs> it was. It was definitely a lot to take in. You know what I'm saying? Um, all jokes aside, it made me think about this clip that I came across. Um, I'm not sure if someone sent it to me, but I saw it. But it was a gentleman. Um, he was um, of a different ethnic background, and um, he was talking about marriage, but he was talking about it from a different perspective, and he was saying. Um, you know, just giving his opinions about it. He was saying that um, the way that America promotes marriage or the way that it has conditioned people to look at marriage, he said people don't, they don't love the idea of marriage. Like they don't fall in love with the idea of, of marriage. You understand what I'm saying? They fall in love with the aesthetics. You know, the whole getting down on mm. the you know, the dress, you know, the parties. The, yeah, the, the big fantasy it's become. Yeah, but he was saying... The peripheral bullshit. But he was saying, um, you know, when you fall in love with the idea of marriage, you then have a different approach towards, towards it as a whole. Like, for example, you ever met somebody and they'd be like, oh, man, you know, I just want to be rich. And you'd be like, yeah, but can you picture it? Can you can you see yourself being rich? Like, are you you know in love with the idea of being rich, or are you in love with the aesthetics that come with being rich? You get what I'm saying? Gotcha. Um, and I'm just he said so much more than that. I can't really remember the, the rest. He was just going in, and he just was was fixated on you know falling in love with the idea. He was saying when people fall in love with the idea of marriage it becomes a collective effort immediately it's not even something that needs to be spoken about you get what i'm saying because we already spoke about it like you said right you get what i'm saying we spoke about taking this leap and how we were going to take this leap and why we were going to take this leap and what's the purpose of taking this leap and um you know i think there's some things that's far more greater and far more important than love when it comes to union you know, unionizing some things. I'm going to be honest with you. You know what I mean? And that's just from, you know, me just, you know, observing things, you know, having certain experiences, hearing certain things. I do think that um, there's some other components that's far more important, you know, to a union than, than, than love. What about respect? 
You know what I mean? Um, what about um, understanding? You get what I'm saying? Really, it's, it's funny that it's funny that we're on the same page because I wrote down: Does love keep a relationship together? Say that again, Jay. I said it's funny that we're on the same page because while y'all were talking, I wrote down for another time: Does love keep a relationship together? <laughs> you don't got an answer. I'm just saying we we on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm just saying like you know a lot of times that love that word gets thrown around surrounding the word marriage. You know, love, love. Oh man, I love you. I just want to get mad. You know, I love you. You feeling these strong emotions? Um, but what about the 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 logistical part of it? You know, I feel like when people want to incorporate logics. That's when some people start having a different reaction towards things, you know what I mean? Because they're so fixated on a particular component, you know, whether if it's love, whether if it's um, attachment, whether if it's influence, you know what I mean? Um, society influencing. Yep. Some, some, somebody said something earlier, too, that I wanted to say something about um, time stamps. Yeah, like, oh, well, yeah, it, was, no. it was Drake. Time well, they didn't. I wanted to, they didn't use that term specifically, but it was Ness and um, yeah, I think it was Dre, but I think Ness said Capstone, yeah. them time stamps. It's like, damn, I gotta be married by the time I'm 40. Yo, I gotta be married by the time I'm 20. And then now you find yourself in a situation where you could be with somebody, and now you're putting that unwanted pressure on them when they're trying to let things flow naturally. You over here with your own uh, uh pledge that you made to yourself prior to even right. meeting someone you get what i'm saying um and, yeah. and and not to mention man you know i i can make it anecdotal you know my dad was with my mom 20 plus years man they wasn't married you feel what i'm saying like i got a lot of strong examples of that sur surrounding me my dad did understand um what, what is it called again when, when it's seven plus i know what i'm talking about common law domestic partnership common law yeah, common yeah. law. There we go. Yeah, common, common law marriage. marriage. Common law and marriage. people don't think that's something, but shout out to my brother Dre for bringing up power of attorney. It is something when a person starts yeah. starts allowing you to advocate for them by advocating themselves, saying, "Hey, I want this brother to speak for me. I allow this person to mow my lawn every morning or every afternoon." Um, somebody else says something too. Um, Without the, the marriage, somebody taking care of you and them being taken care of, wills, nobody mentioned the will. A person could draw up a will. You understand what I'm saying? And I could make sure that everybody's well off, you know, because God forbid something could happen to that partner before y'all even get to marriage. Hello. You, you get what I'm saying? I seen it. You know what I mean? Yes, I sir. Eat, you yes, know, sir. I eat. Person, you know, right. I seen it. You know, fiance, you engage. Fiance passed away. Y'all didn't even get a chance to walk down the aisle yet. You feel me? So, like you said, somebody said there are, there is other ways to to get around that. I just think that um, people do get caught up in society's way of living, and when you don't walk that fine line, it's like I think Jay, you were saying that when you don't walk that fine line, it's like remember he was like they giving you that side eye, like so you've been living yeah, that's what he said in the video. Yeah, you've been living with him for ten years and you're not married yet, but it's like who told you that that you had to? Like <laughs> you know who who told you that? You know, I was doing something wrong by not doing that. You know, I think some of these things could be subjective to a certain extent when um, 
Well, dang, somebody said so many amazing things. Remember y'all said now, like, there's different ways of being in a relationship or there's different views on it. Didn't that come up as well? Yeah. We're in a different yes. time, in a different yeah. era. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there were, I think there was a lot of great um, things that, that, that was said. I think sometimes when, when these conversations come up, people be looking for more of a agree or disagree. And it's like we just can't have um, a conversation that just reflects on perspective. Um, and I'm just expressing, you know, my, my perspective, you know, so that's. No, no, that's great. Um, yeah, I think I think that a lot of this goes back to something that continues to come up on this podcast in different ways, which is societal norms or societal pressures where society says you got to be doing this by this age. Men have to do this. Women have to do this. We have to wear this. We have to shave that. You can't do this. You must do that. A lot of this is part of this, this societal norms, these societal structures that are in place that say, oh, uh, if you're a man, you have to do this. Uh, if you live in America, you must do this. Uh, if you have dreads, you have to do this. Uh, if you wear a Santa hat, you have to do that. Uh, if the sun's down, you can't wear shades. Um, if you got a ring light, you can't wear glasses. Uh, you know, all of these different, just random shit that really don't wear white after Labor Day. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? There's all of these different just things. And, and if you truly examine them, I think that there are a lot of things that are archaic, which we've said here before and continues to be said. And I think there are a lot of things that are just no longer this little itty bitty box, right? Before it was this small box, but as we evolve and change and, and, and embrace other perspectives, these things start looking different. These things start becoming different. And so there are people who are doing a lot of different things, which Nestor said, Dre said, you know, all of these different things that are not part of that itty bitty box, right? They are things that are outside that box because society is no longer this itty bitty box that follows these very strict 10 commandments or these very strict rules. I'm not picking on 10 commandments. Let me make it wider. They're these very strict man-made laws. You know, there's a lot of different things that are now no longer just religion. And if we keeping it real, even those things are changing, and I'll shut up after this, but the Pope is under a lot of beef right now. He's under fire because now he's saying, yeah, transgender people can be baptized in the church. <laughs> Something that the book says is not allowed. And so the point is, I'm going to shut up now, but like I said, I think that a lot of these things are societal norms and societal pressure that really, if you put it under a microscope, it's not really legit today and maybe never was. Who knows? Not my place to say. I'm saying if we're going we to freak the system, can't we work together and freak the system? Because, you know, I can start bringing up some examples of individuals that freak the system, but they might flag our page and they do it rather lovely. Well, it's a reason. But that's what I'm saying. It. You know, I understand why they do it. There's benefits in doing so. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> you feel me? So, um, yeah, there, there's, I, 
listen, we could touch on that, man. You get what I'm saying? No, 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 no. It's a, that's what I said earlier. It's a tool. You got to see if it works for you. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. You you look at it unemotionally, and if you if it if it works for you, if it's if it's doing something that you need it to achieve, go through. But you don't you don't make an emotional but, decision. But right, right. A relationship is is a commitment, right? And and I think this is the part that gets overlooked because it's like, if you ask me, right? If I'm in a relationship and it's been quite successful, like the examples that y'all brothers gave, because I think that was brilliant, right? When you was like, yo, man, if we was here for 10, I think that was a successful 10. I don't think a, a, a company would say that it was failure if they had 10 successful years and they had to shut it down. Exactly. Word the mother. Exactly. You I don't think they're going to say that. You understand what I'm saying? Um, right. Damn, I don't want to lose my train of thought. I was hype about this. Oh my god, I was oh oh oh! Don't lose your train of thought. Um, oh my god, that's it. Catch it at the next stop. Catch it at the next stop. Yeah, I'm losing my train of thought. Yeah. Damn. All right, go ahead. Damn. No, no, I'm good. Ness, I know you got to go, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I gotta get going. Um, all right, brother. Before, before I dip out real quick, because. Uh, uh, you brought up the Pope. Go in. You brought up the Pope, and I just want to say he's a G because he like he straight up said that oh we got a Catholic Church needs to open up more to LGBTQ plus people, and then there was like a Archbishop somewhere that was like completely against that decision and talking mad shit about him, and he was like oh, okay cool you're fired like right <laughs> he's like we, we need to move forward you not with it. That's okay. You don't got to be here. Like, bye. <laughs> I got my point back. I think that was hilarious. I said that. I All right, Ness, thank you for being here. Uh, yeah, hold on, Dave. Yep. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. No, Adios. No, it's okay, Ness. Thank you for being here. We see you soon. Yep, yep, yep. Yes. Good to see you, brother. I Take said, care, yeah. bro. Look at, looking at it from this perspective, right? Because it's kind of like you making a commitment. It's like you making a commitment to work at a job. You made that commitment to work there. You know what you need to do know what you're in it for right the minute you start slacking now you get now they micromanaging or you might not even start slacking they might feel the need to micromanage period right i i feel to some degree marriage could be looked upon as that as you being micromanaged because if i know that this is who i want to be with this is what i want to do this is the commitment that i made because i think jay this isn't this some of the conversations we have like it's not like I'm getting in a relationship with you today to only be with you for a year. <laughs> I'm only going to be with you for two years. I'm only going to be right. With you. And sometimes I'm not going to lie. I wonder who think like that. Like, I wonder if people really think like that. Like, yo, I'm only going to be with this person for three years. And then after these three years, I'm going to break up with them. Cause then I'm going to just work on me and do what I need to do for me. You get what I'm saying? Because I know right now, if I make a commitment to be with somebody, I made enough thought that, yo, I'm going to make sure this, this work. And I'm talking about, Work to, to the you know okay. what I mean? All right, to, to the end, to yeah, the end. to the end. And we ain't even, we ain't even, I ain't even get on no one need. This ain't even no marriage proposal. This is me already, you know, like we said, the idea. You feel me? The idea. And I could say this because when I was in a relationship, I was in love with the idea of being in that relationship with my woman. So every there, there'd be moments that I would see her and I would fall in love with her all over again. Because I'm mm. picturing her in that moment from when the first time I seen her. She just walks in the room and I'm like, damn. And she's like, why are you staring at me like that? And I'm just like, 
at that moment she walked in, I just I got the picture. My imagination took me that's to like dope. That's dope. for the and I'm this is me that's speaking dope. real. This is real shit. You feel me? Like it, it was and I felt that you know, just falling in love with that person all over again and, and, and extending it. You know, that's when you go to the love thing, extending that love and knowing that you wanna feel that feeling again and again and again for the rest of your life because there's gonna be things that's gonna be built within within that that infrastructure. You feel what I'm saying? Not just falling in love with that idea. There's so many other components, but you know, like I said, I was in love with the idea before I pictured it. I saw it before I even got there. So when I was in it, I was comfortable because I I, I I saw it. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm here. Manifestation is real. You know, now okay, now how do we get to the next level? Let's get to the next level. You get what I'm saying? Right. And so and so that's what that's what Dre was saying, right? Where you have to take a pause at some point and and step outside, right? You gotta say, okay, yes, I love this person. I wanna be with this person as long as humanly possible. But if we're talking about this contractual thing with the state, that we got to take a step outside for a moment and say, okay, yeah, we know we love each other. No question. We know we want to be with each other. No question. But now there are some things that we have to get in order first. That's what Dre was saying, where it's like, yes, I, I've envisioned the relationship. I've envisioned the marriage. But now there's logistics. There are things that if right. we're going to get married, we got. I got you, Dexter. Just let me finish and it's all yours. That's what Dre was saying. So what you, you said a key word, which is infrastructure. Infrastructure is what marriage is about. Setting up all of these different things. And I know Dex going to chime in. But setting up these different things are part of the key to success. You said you often wonder, how do people think about, hey, I want to be with this person for a year, two years. It, they don't. They're not thinking at all, and that's the thing. There's no infrastructure. There's no setup. It's just, yo, we freestyling. Whatever happens, happens. Go ahead, Dex. Right, 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 right. Everything you said, what I'm going to say is, that is part of love. Mm, no. That's what I'm trying to say. No, I'm trying to say, if you love somebody enough, you would talk about these things. You would get these things on the table. Why don't you think that? I don't think that. Why not? Go ahead, Jay. I think you said it. I think if you love if you if you if you love somebody enough, you're going to talk about these things. No, and and because first of all, you're assuming that this person is mature enough and confident enough to do those things. That's number well, that's one. On the, that's that's an individual situation. Then that's individual but, but, situation. But you're, but you're that's making not general. No, no, no. But you said that's part of love. That's not part of love because. Well, your love and my love, which we spoke about on this pod before, your love and my love may not be expressed the same way. What you need and what I need may not be the same thing. Okay, Whitney. So, so, so you're saying, you Whitney. Saying okay, Whitney. You're saying it's based on maturity. You're saying it's based on maturity. You're saying it's based I'm saying, on maturity. I'm saying there's a lot of factors that are separate from the feelings and emotions of love when it comes to the individual. Because, listen... I give you a great example. I love all you guys on this podcast, but I also love my daughter the same way you guys love your kids, Dex and, and Days. I'm sure. Oh, how about this? Hold on. Hold on. I'm sure that there are certain things I will do. I'll keep it on me. I'm sure there are things that I will do for my kid that I'm probably not going to do for the three of you on this screen right now. And I love y'all. Come on, man. And I love y'all. I do. Y'all know that. 
But if it's my daughter, there are some things that I'm saying, mm, I mean, Dre will be all right. I love Dre, but Dre will figure that out. But my daughter, yeah, that's a little different. That got nothing to do with love, though. Because I love everyone in this it's conversation. Come on, man. Love, love with pet with your child is different from loving hey. a relationship. Yeah, but no, he's but you, about responsibility. What, what, what I'm trying to say is this. What I'm trying to say is this. I'm talking love in a relationship. Okay. And I'm saying if you – I can't generalize everybody's maturity. I don't know what another couple's doing and how they talk in their, their love relationship. You don't know how I talk in my relationship. So right. it, it, it varies from others. We can't generalize – Everybody to be like, they're not mature enough. Because you said the word, they're not mature enough to understand that. You don't know. We do not know. I could believe that part of love would be, I could be able to sit with my partner and go, listen, you got this amount of money, and I don't want all your money. I'm going to, let's have a prenup. And so I, because I, I work hard. I do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Yeah, Everything's yes. individual. But, you know, we're talking about money. We talked about a little bit about money tonight. And let me tell you something. It's on that person. If you got somebody who you you getting together with who's not busting their ass and hustling and working hard, and you worry about them taking your money, you can still have a prenup. That's fine. But at least you should be with somebody who's a go getter. You know what I'm saying? If we're if we're talking re re realistically, you know what I'm saying? You shouldn't well, be getting together with somebody where you're worried. You're gonna do the prenup anyway. I'm fine with that. But you shouldn't be that person should at least be somebody who you you influences you to even be better even though you have more money than them you know what I'm trying to say yeah yeah but i was i was responding to you saying that the infrastructure and these conversations are tied should to be a love. part of luck I, I love somebody enough that i could have that conversation with that's what i'm trying to say right and and that's cool if it's you and when you said it yeah. you didn't say i so i was responding to the general everybody's love. I think the word that's that's missing in, in this conversation between you two is responsibility because that's what I hear, Jay. Like when I hear you saying some of the things you're saying, that's the first thing that triggers in my mind is responsibility because like it's like it's like it's like having an assignment and knowing what that assignment consists of. You understand what I'm okay. saying? Like, you know, marriage, relationships, all these things is the responsibility. I don't give a fuck how much love you got. <clears throat> it's a responsibility. They could love you all day and be irresponsible as a motherfucker. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. So yeah, yes. love is a strong component. It's a high component thing. But your ass wake up every day. You love that paycheck. But there's some days that you don't feel like going to work. Word to mother. I don't care how much you love that job. You be like, I can't do this. But then... <laughs> But then reality sets in and you get up and you go to work. You understand what I'm saying? But let's not overlook the fact that you thought about that before your reality set in. You understand what I'm saying? The, the inception of this conversation is marriage. And creating a successful marriage. That don't got shit to do with how much I love the other person. Okay, let me make it personal. Hold on, let me make it personal. Fuck it. I don't love know any solution. Exactly. Like it, let's, let me like just it. show you how real it is. I'm not going to say a name. I'm not going to say where I lived. But I lived with someone who every day woke up and told me, yo, I love you so much. And if you looked from the outside, it looked like everything they said was true. It looked like, man, Jay, they be hooking you up. They've been taking care of all of the things that you couldn't take care of. When you sad, they, yo, they did everything a person would ask for. They were people who would kill to be in my position.
but I knew there was a problem and I left the relationship. Why? We had a conversation, much like all the conversations we're discussing today. The important shit that needs to be talked about for this relationship to continue to be successful. That conversation got ugly because things that they believed in, things that they were practicing in, did not go well during the conversation. Those things were shaken up. They were challenged. For the next six months, every day they woke up and told me, I love you so much. And again, all of the things they did from the outside looking in looked like, man, this lady loves the shit out of Jay. That conversation never continued. You know why? Because it didn't matter how much they loved me because they had other shit that was a priority, not making the relationship work. And for six months, every morning they woke up, they cooked, they cleaned, they fucked me, they sucked me, they put the kids on the school bus, they did all of the things that everybody want done. So why the relationship failed? If there was all of this love. I'm saying that love was not enough to keep that relationship successful. Because love is separate from work ethic. Well, gentlemen. <laughs> That's not that's not guaranteed, yeah. player. Well, gentlemen. We need to talk about freedom though. Yeah, it is. I said Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. What but funny but thing talking talking is not the same as right. showing up every day. That's a great point. You that's got a great it. point. I could tell you, hey Dex. All right, I can say, hey, Dex, you know what? Every day when I get off of work at 7 a.m., we're going to hit the gym. And I could tell you that for six months. If I don't go and show up at the gym every day, that talk don't mean shit. <laughs> um, but I'm reading this book. I'm not going to say the title, but it says something in there that blew my mind when they said that, you know, and, and society often separates these two things, right? These two things is love and freedom, right? And he says society conditions us to separate these things, but they're no separate from each other. Love is freedom and freedom is love. And it blew my mind. It blew my mind in so many ways because, you know, growing up, I, you know, you don't, you don't look at it like that. Everybody has their own different focuses of love. Some people see love as possession. Some see, people see love as attachment. Some people see love, but ultimately I understood what he meant in that moment, that love is freedom and freedom is love. You know, because if I make a commitment to be with you, it's then my responsibility to live up to that commitment. You shouldn't have to force me. You shouldn't have to make any rules, regulations, or guidelines. We talk about integrity. You know, everybody looked at Jeezy crazy when he made his statement about real men don't cheat. But I immediately understood where he was coming from. And shout out to my brother Jay, because I'm going to use Jay in this example right here, because I got a lot of respect for my brother. I thought about you, Jay, because the brother's speaking about integrity. And a lot of people don't understand that. When he's saying what he's saying, no, I'm not going to cheat because you want to know why? If I'm dealing with multiple women, then obviously I'm in a position to be honest about where I stand for them to understand where I'm at, for them to then interact with me on that level. If this is not something that you're ready for, then you wouldn't even be here because we wouldn't even get past this conversation once I have it with you. Yay or nay? Amen. Yay, nay, or yes. stay? No, no. Yay, nay, or stay? It's just that simple. You understand right. what I'm saying? So. Going back to what I was saying, you know, a commitment, you know, love is freedom. Freedom is love. Let people do what they want to do so you see what they mm. rather do.
I dropped the mic. So we'll save that last topic for next time. We are way past our usual time. I know everybody got to go, including me. Well, fellas, thank you for joining me. Uh, I appreciate y'all as always. This has been a wild but great year. And uh, I thank y'all for being here with me. 2023 was a wild year for Man Cave, but we had a blast. Right. I mean, it was, it's been fun. And so uh, I look forward to what next year brings. Listeners, viewers, we appreciate y'all. Don't forget, if you liked it, leave a comment. And don't be scared to share this shit with a friend. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Facts. We see y'all next Deuces. month.